Hello and welcome to another podcast episode with uh, Tim Wendelbow. Today I am sitting in my favorite coffee farm, Tatmara in uh, Kaffa in Ethiopia, together with the farmer who owns the land uh, or leases the land, Negusiet Tadese. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Thank you, Tim. <laughs> my name is Negusiet Tadese. I'm a coffee producer. Uh, I pr- my my place is in Ethiopia, in southwestern part of Ethiopia, place called Kafa, where the coffee, the birthplace of coffee. Yeah. So I'm producing organic coffee. Organic coffee, yes. yes. We're going to talk a lot about that. Yeah. Your farm is situated not too far away from Bonga, the city. Yes, it's not far. Uh, only seven kilometers. Yeah. It's not far from the city. Uh, there are many facilities nearby my yeah. farm like post office, medical centers, police station, hotels, electricity, even though it's not my farm, nearby there is a city. So I'm lucky that I have a farm near the city of Bonga, the capital of Kafa. It's a little bit of a struggle to get here anyway. You need need to have a car and then you walk the last part. Yes, I hope I will have. So I am on the track. This is a good opportunity to work with you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Near future I will have a car. Yeah. Yeah, let's hope for that. Okay, Negusia, so maybe we should start uh, from the beginning. So uh, I'm going to ask you, why did you get into coffee farming? So since I was born and grew up farmers, as I mentioned before, this is uh, the best place of coffee. Every every farmer, including my parents, they have their own coffee farm. So I have... I have many loves or I have in touch with this this coffee. So I plan to start this business to quit the Zamazari business. That's my decision because the first first one is I love the coffee. The second one, I want to introduce this coffee to worldwide like you. So that's the plan. I have interest. And because I grew, I'm not agronomist, but I grew and bo- born yeah. in the place where the coffee existed. We, we actually passed the church that yeah, you yeah. were born, huh? Ah, yes, Gidi. Yeah. Yeah. The place where Gidi, this is ancient church. There's, I am from that area. Yeah. I know the language, I know the culture. So that's why I select to start coffee farming this area. Yeah. Okay. So you kind of grew up on this land? You know, my grandpap used to run this land ah, okay. before, before many years. Yeah. And then after many years, I came, I put an application to the government. They gave us, I got it through lease. So I owned 50 hectares of land before 10 years or, or almost 12 years. Yeah. And now I have 82, more than 82 hectares now. And it's so is it all planted with coffee or? Yes, yeah. all are covered with coffee. Some of the rest, seven, five to seven hectares are I left for the drying station, washing yeah. station, yeah. and for shelters for recreation. Yeah, that the rest are covered with uh, different aged of uh, coffees. They yeah. are young coffees, old coffees. Uh, and how old are you now? I'm now 52. 52. Yeah. But before you started with coffee, you worked for the uh, embassy, right, in uh, in Israel? Yes, Minister of Foreign Affairs. I used to work almost eight years there. So I quit work 
So I, I, I have a plan to work in Coffee Farm. Yeah. That's why I decided to come. So that's it. So you kind of came back to your roots. Yeah. And uh, so when did you acquire this land? Was uh, in 2007 Two or 2008? Yeah. Yes. But uh, th 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 I put an application on 2008. The process will take only one or two years, yeah. and I, I start to plant on 2010, and then... And then, yeah. yeah. So tell me about the first years. How was it uh, like to start a coffee farm? Because this this is ma ma mainly forest land. Yes. And there was no coffee here when you came. Yes. That, uh, the place is all of a shed with a full of forest. Yeah. It was challenge for me because I'm not well equipped on farming, but mm. I have interest. Yeah. So the land is fertile and shed. So I decided, uh, as I mentioned for you, I decided to plant the coffee, but I have no idea how to do. Yeah. Just uh, I need some some consultation with my friend, with officials. Uh, of course, they helped me to give me some information. I get it selected seed from Jimma Agricultural University, the yeah. selected one. They gave me different variety of uh, coffee seed, and I create a nursery site for fir for first time. Uh, it was 2011, I, I can see, 2010. I created a nursery site yeah. uh, with a variety of uh, two variety, at 741110 and 74112. Yeah. So I started with that, and I, I planted all nine hectares of land on myself. I was running myself as a manager, as an accountant, as a <laughs> so because uh, it was new this area to be planned because as I mentioned for you, every farmers have their own farm. Yeah. So they don't know that investors or something. So I am the first one to this area. I yeah. don't mean to cover other area, but this uh, Dakiti area, I am the only one who start to invest here. Oh really? So. So, 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 but you hired people to help you plant the plants, yes. I guess. Yeah. It, it was also a problem because, as I mentioned, you people run their own farm yeah. because this is the birthplace of coffee. Simply, with it doesn't mean the birthplace. Every farmers are their own coffee, garden yeah. coffee, backyard coffee. So, they run their coffee. They don't want to work another. So, it's not easy to practice them to get. So, they need some attractive things. So. I work with them, uh, even though it's difficult, uh, I, I passed through that test. Now they are very experienced, they are well disciplined in. Now I have more than 100. 100 workers, yeah. Yes, yeah. It, it depends on the people. When the plantation season, I need 50 to 70. And, and uh, in picking for harvesting, I need more, yeah. 100, about 200 people. So. And how do you attract the workers? How do you get them to come here? Less, like you said, they have their own farm to work at. Yes, uh, we negotiate, we speak with administrators. I advise them to work part-time yeah. after they work. They can work afternoon. For, for example, when they are chopping, it's no need, of, they it's no need to come to the morning. Mm. The afternoon it's possible. They come with, a, with their own chop. Yeah. Uh, this income will help you and they I told, I speak, I spoke with them, and they accepted. They start to work with me. But when in picking period, I, sc I spoke with the children, school children, yeah. I mean the youngest, uh, more than eighteen, and uh, I advise them: if you pick my cherry, I will pay for you. You can buy exercise book. You can buy. 
pen and all. So, mm. oh, it's good. And they started to do that. Now they are, they come by their own by now. Yeah. It, it was, I'm speaking before 10 years. So this, not 10 years, before seven or eight years, it was challenge for me to find the workers because it's not uh, experienced here. Yeah. And then uh, for your question, now I have another opportunity. I come bring people from other area, but the people need some shelters, yeah. foods, and some medication. And you don't have that at the moment? Uh, at the moment, I don't have that, but now nowadays, thanks for team and for other customers. <laughs> uh, now already I construct a bakery. Yeah. That will some additional intensive for the workers. Uh, in addition to payment, I will give them this for the breaking time. So I will give them more attractive payment. Mm. So I hope I will have. So yeah, we watched, we saw the bakery yesterday. Yeah, we yeah, went down. Yeah. Uh, it's not far from the farmhouse. Mm -hmm. There you, because when I came here in 2019, you only have like made the oven. Yeah. But now they have like a house around it. So yeah. you, so you bake bread every morning to attract the wor workers. Or? Yes, to attract the morning. They, give the, yes, uh, not only um, for intensive. They can buy it. Yeah. Uh, some people now there there are many strong people here. Yeah. So if you have feed them, if there is a possibility to get food for them, they can work because to keep quality, I need workers to stay here. Yeah. So also not bakery, I have to construct or build a shelter for them. Yeah. There is also clean water. Yeah. So, so that's my plan. In the near future, I hope it will be happen. Next year when you come, you will see more development here. Yeah. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Yeah. So let's take it back to when you started the farm. Uh, obviously, you have 80 hectares now of land with the yeah, forest. Yeah. But how do you kind of start planting coffee in a forest? Do you have to chop down a lot of uh, bushes and trees or? No, no, I didn't cut. Even uh, just I, I planted under the shade. That's why my coffee is not, not, not too productive, but quality. This is Highland coffee. Yeah. If you have many shades, you will not able to get uh, Big quantities. Big quantities. So I didn't chop. I keep even I I I, I replace the indigenous tree by yeah. the help of Belco. Yeah. Belco is a French company, the big buyer, the one I sold the coffee the first time for them. Yeah. They they helped me to create nursery site for indigenous tree. Now I'm replacing. I didn't chop, but people used to chop. Yeah, in the old days. The old days. Yeah. So I advise them not to chop. Now I have a guard to watch this forest. Yeah. The, beside this farm, I paid for four guards. Just to make just sure nobody cuts down nobody the trees. Cut, just to inform me. Yeah. So I didn't chop, but I love the trees. Yeah. I love You're the rebuilding the forest, yes. per se. Yeah. Yeah. Explain to the listeners why, why is uh, the forest so important to people here in, in Kaffa? Wow, mm, I have a little knowledge, but uh, as I mentioned you, uh, my ancestors, my grandpa, they keep this forest as their main benefactor things. Mm. The first things is for weather to control. The second things is when to make peace. When some people fight or when they are arguing each other, they don't want to go to hall or somewhere. They call themselves and, and the big under the big tree shade they sit there they speak they believe in this tree and in the forest there is a peace so mm. we need peace like this mm. there is no fight between forests so yeah. why we are fighting this so they took this forest as example so they keep this forest as their own first benefactors the second thing is 
shelters because yeah. they don't need cement, they don't need shit. So they all things are from this forest, mm. like a nail, like a wall, like a blockade, like a bricks. So that's why they keep forests with their best. Yeah, and they also find food in here. Yes, food and animals were there. Yeah, and they can hear their cattle inside. You see, every even now, beside these cattle, baboons, buffaloes, deers, antelopes, they used as a shelter here. Mm. That's our grandpap and our grandfathers believe that if animals are in the forest, peace will be fruitful, uh, no drought. Yeah. So that, that's why they are keeping forests here as their most 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 beneficial things yeah. so that's it so I, I love to keep the forest so as you saw here uh, nowadays it's, it was not like before now population grows up the weather condition come from but i try to do my best to yeah, keep to this keep forest. the forest yes, yeah. not uh, uh, at the same time not only me my surroundings they don't use chemicals fertilizers they don't know mm. uh, so still we are keeping it that way. So the, 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 the use of forest is many, for shelter, for food, for protection, for peacemaking, mm. for coffee producing, not only coffee. As you saw, in the forest, there are many types of spices, not planted by nature. Cardamom, log pepper, honey, you can produce there. Yeah. So as you mentioned, food can get from the forest, yeah. not from the supermarket. We just had yeah. the most amazing honey for breakfast yeah. today. Yeah. <laughs> and also the cardamom you have here is, uh, you know, it smells fantastic. Yeah. But um, I, I remember you mentioned uh, when you started here, you had one big problem and that was the baboons. Yes. Uh, tell, tell us a little bit about oh, that. Oh, baboons still there are our enemy. <laughs> <laughs> so they are destroying about 25% of 30% they are destroyed. Not only it, when they are fighting each other, they broke the branch. Of the coffee trees. The coffee trees. Yeah. They jump over it and they eat. They love these cherries because it's too sweet. Yeah. So uh, this is a problem. So we are uh, looking after for them. So baboon still the problem, but yeah. now we are minimizing. So we need to hire so many people to run away from the farm. But yeah. uh, we came to them, though they don't come with us. Exactly. So this is their village. Yeah. So we have to protect, we have to protect them peacefully. But yeah. uh, since they are not human beings, you have to... Uh, be a bit strict. Yeah, a bit strict. <laughs> uh, uh, so you're saying you're, you're losing 20 to 30% of your yes, coffee to the yes, baboons? Yes. Wow, yes. that's a lot. Yes. But because that's the only pest you have here, if you can call it a pest, because you don't have uh, like the coffee berry borer, you yeah. don't have leaf rust, yeah. you don't have CBD, yeah. uh, like which is the, a fungal disease for the trees. You, you basically don't have any major diseases for no. the coffee. That's why I, give, I certify myself there is, there, there is no possible to say 100% organic. As a producer, I can say my farm is 100% organic because no pesticide, no chemical, as you saw, no disease. Only disease is baboon in nature. Sometimes yeah. wind come, <laughs> the yeah. tree fall on the... Yeah. So that's it. That's why it happened here. So you basically plant the coffee trees in the forest. You leave them alone. The yes. only thing you do is to chop, which is uh, cutting weeds. Yeah. 
and uh, and you harvest the cherries. Yes. You you put no compost. You don't put any no. inputs in the farm yes. at all. I'm not, as you saw before, you were here on 2019. Yeah. <coughs> and you you are here today. You saw it. We didn't use anything. Simply we chop it. Yeah. But the problem is the chopping will come within a month. So because the soil is it's fertile, because the, the grass will come, so we have to chop. If you will not chop as much as possible, they can share the food or they can share. So the problem is to chopping. Yeah. Nowadays, th there is a shortage of employees, there's materials. So what I'm afraid in near future, not only baboon. Yeah. Yeah, so to chop, uh, you need many things to facilitate. Mm. So now I'm growing up. My farm is growing. It was 50 hectares, now 82 hectares. Mm. Maybe it will continue because the government have positive attitude for me. They want to give us more land, but I have to be productive on this. Yeah. So if I want to be productive, I have to manage in proper way. Yeah. Uh, so these all things are problem for me. I hope it will be solved in the future. So your main limitations is actually labor. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, but I mean, uh, when you chop the weeds, it becomes food for the organisms in the soil and they produce uh, food for the coffee trees. So it's yeah. all like a cycle. Yes, so uh, even though it's food, the, you have to a little apart from the tea, the, the coffee tree. Yeah. So you chop it, you put it as a fertilizer, yeah. but you have to chop, you have to separate uh, weed and coffee yeah. a little 40 or 70 centimeters, yeah. because unless you chop it, they grow together. Yeah. They can share sun and food. Mm. So it's better to chop as soon as possible, as much as possible, I mean, mm. as much as possible, it will be okay. I hope uh, in the coming years, as you saw yesterday, we start to stamp and we will, we will have some professional the coming New Year's. As I mentioned you before, I was a, a, a agronomist, I was an accountant, yeah. a guard, so by now I need somebody, now I'm growing up, my company is growing up, some like you, some Europeans come to visit it, they like to test my coffee, they like to have my coffee because of you. Mm. So I wish all Norwegians, maybe the, the listeners want to drink this Tatmara coffee. Yeah, yeah. I advise them to drink. It's a very yeah. popular coffee. Yeah. yeah. So thank you, Tim. Yeah. Uh, and you said you planted the, the Jima Agricultural Research Institute's seeds, yeah. the 74110 and 74112. Yeah. Uh, and you used to have some whoosh whoosh, but the whoosh whoosh is is more or less gone because it's a lowland variety. Yeah, yes, I think uh, I'm not a researcher. According to my research in my farm, whoosh whoosh is the best coffee, but I think it is uh, compatible for lowlands. Yeah. Maybe one, uh, one 16, 17, 5.0, mm. but mine is almost 2000. Yeah. So I will try to continue in all Holland. I love to have this uh, in, in next coming year, not only two variety, uh, what I didn't mention for you, in this year, I will have new variety, 741140. Yes, Yes. Fantastic. Uh, so that is a new, I will, I will uh, wait your reply and after you cup. Yeah, to see if it tastes good. Yeah. I, I have big hopes, of yeah. course. So, okay, so uh, you mentioned the company Belco, which is obviously the reason why I'm here. Uh, I, I, maybe I will tell a little bit of uh, the history why I came here in the first place. Was I think it was 2018 uh, when Ethiopia opened up for direct sales from uh, okay. smaller farms. Mm -hmm. 
and I asked uh, a few companies, Belco being one of them, if they could take me to visit farmers because I prefer to buy directly from a single producer. And the reason for that is because I want to be able to uh, help and influence the quality in a positive way. So, for instance, uh, we're going to talk about later the new washing station here. Uh, you can, by working together uh, with the common goal of improving, uh, every year you can become a little bit better. But if I go and sh buy coffee from different places all the time, you know, there's no progression because you don't really have the continuity and consistency in the way you work. So that's the reason why I came here. But uh, maybe you can tell us a little bit about how you started working with Belco and when you met Jacques, which is the the kind of head of the Ethiopian uh, operations for Belco here. Mm. Uh, like, why did you decide to start working with them? Yeah, as I mentioned to you before, I was uh, the one who ran this farm as all mm, professions. But finally, when I was thinking about the f market, I have to do something. Mm. So even if uh, I had no enough coffee in my, my farm, um, I, I was looking for the farm, uh, for the market in the foreign. So I tried to write some brochures. I am looking from hotels to hotels and to look some foreigners or some market because I'm not well equipped. I'm well not educated in market research, but mm. I tried myself to be help myself. So once I decided, I wrote a small brochure and uh, with my pocket, I, have, I kept some money in my pocket and I went to the hotels to introduce myself. Oh, mm -hmm. this is Nogose, I'm coffee producer, I'm producing coffee from Kafa, I'm producing natural coffee, so I want to sell my coffee like this. Mm. Then the information passed through somebody, the one who knows this Belco company, and he met with me. He asked me if I will able to give him some sample for him. Simply, I gave him some cherry. I think two or three kilo. Yeah. And uh, he, now he, I'm sorry he passed over now. He's my, he was my best friend. I'm the sorry. one who put me in this trunk. His yeah. name is Daniel. I appreciate him. So he, he tested his coffee and he came my my farm from Addis. He advised me, you have a wonderful coffee. Please, I will bring somebody. Are you interested? I said, yes. Mm. That's why I, I was looking that's why I, I, I sent his brochures, I sent my coffee. So, and next time he came with the Belco company, known by the name Mr. Jack. Mm. Jack came, he saw this farm, he interviewed me some question, and I, he saw me just, I'm running my farm, and I told him my history. Mm. He saw on the ground, but he, he was wondering about my duty, and he asked me, if I will, if I have, if I get a chance, is there any possibility to? Say, I say yes. So first time, my volume was small. Yeah. But Belco has a principle: they will not buy immediate your coffee. They come, they investigate, they check, they give you training. Mm. And first Jack came, and then the second year he brought a big boss, Mr. Alex, mm. the Belco company owner. He came with his staff here. He visited my farm. And he donated me some U.S. dollars, and he told me, please, Nogusi, continue, don't quit your job, we can work together. Yeah. And then the next year, they, start, they bought my first coffee in 2017. 
in that's 17. Wow. Yes, yeah. yes. This, this is a history. Though the first time I got foreign currency, yeah. the very good money. Now I have hope. So I think now I, I, I will have some more workers. Mm. So when the Belco company was here, I had no warehouse. When Belco came, I, I showed them, this is one kilometer away from there. I used to rent a small house to keep my coffee because no road, no way here, mm. no storage here. So, and then the, the company said, please continue, we will work together. Mm. I got that promise. Uh, that's, that's, that's the way how I started. And then the next year they bought my coffee, then I get money. I construct warehouse inside my house. Yeah. yeah the next year was 2018. Yes. Yeah. So Tw that I actually bought coffee then. Yeah. Uh, 2018. Yeah. Yes. The next. I think that was the first time. Yes. You, you bought and you came back. Yeah. That is another motivation for that's <laughs> another history. So this yeah. is about Belke. Yeah. And then uh, we came here in 2019. Uh, I remember the first year we bought your coffee it was fantastic. And then there was one year, I don't remember which year, but you had a lot of rain during uh, harvest, which but is normal here. And the coffee was uh, baggy, yeah. not good. Yeah. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that? What happened then? Yes, in Kaffa, because uh, also nature is challenge for us, as you saw. Now it's raining, you see. This is the season. It's supposed to be sun now. Yeah. Yeah, it's raining. It was happened before, I think, 2020. I tried my best to get quality coffee. I done too much. I lost too much weight and uh, uh, too much energy on that. Finally, the rain comes. I, I was not able to control that train mm. because of, as you saw, we used African dry bed sheet. We yeah. need many plastic, many power. So immediately the rain come, they destroy my coffee. Yeah. That, uh, that was the problem. The problem is rain. It's all eight to nine months rain here because of forest. Mm. So that was the problem. And uh, I was very disappointed. Unfortunately, I good a good, a good uh, I found a good customers like you because you compensate me, you paid me. So it was not good coffee, but to motivate. This is the second the second chapter because the first is Belco, the yeah. second is now team. Yeah, yeah we came. You uh, you told me Nugusa will take this coffee. This happened for once a while. You continue to do that, mm. so you paid for me. I think you took 40 bags of that. Something yeah, like. something like that. I think we were planning to buy 80 bags maybe that year, mm. and because the coffee was like quite baggy, yeah. uh, instead of not buying anything, mm. uh, we of course had to buy something just mm. to make sure you yeah. could continue, you yeah. know? So and I you promised me to do more things to protect this because we can't control nature. Yeah. So in order to be in safe side, you advised me to do many things that you does now, and you advised me. I follow your ad uh, advice, and now I am in a good. Job. Yeah. yeah. So the following year, you we uh, got some good coffee again, mm -hmm. uh, and one of the good cool things that I think uh, about this farm is that you you know, w unlike many other farms in uh, in Ethiopia, because you planted the varieties, you know exactly which mm -hmm. varieties you have, mm -hmm. so we're able to separate them when you process naturally. But the problem I think with the story we just uh, talked about is that uh, in this region it rains a lot, even in the dry season mm -hmm. where you're harvesting. Mm -hmm. So to produce naturals is quite difficult because uh, as soon as you get a lot of rain, if you cover the cherries and they're too moist, you can get moldy cherries 
and uh, so it's quite difficult to produce naturals here mm. so my idea was to maybe encourage you to build a washing station mm -hmm. uh, I had the idea when I was here in 2019 but I you know we didn't really get to go here because of mm -hmm. COVID and everything mm -hmm. but then uh, last year we had a 15 year anniversary in our company mm -hmm. and we decided to ask our customers to on the on the day of our an anniversary we are we opened our cafe and uh, we sold coffee as normal but the customer could pay whatever they wanted so but they had to pay but they could pay a hundred dollars if they want or a thousand dollars I think the record is now three hundred dollars for one cup of coffee mm -hmm. um, and the money went directly to support you to build a, a wet mill which means a wet mill for those listeners who don't know mm. is where you depulp the coffee cherries you w can ferment the coffee or wash the coffee and then you end up with just the parchment coffee without the cherry and the skin mm. so it's much easier to dry so uh, and that's why I'm here today because we just kind of officially opened the washing station yesterday it's mm. finally mm. constructed mm -hmm. and uh, we got help from Belco to do it and also um, Christophe from uh, Terres de Café in Paris. Yeah. They also donated money. So um, all together we, we managed to 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 build a, and construct a wet mill. Okay. So this year will be the first year we produce some washed coffee. Thank you. I don't know how to translate in English. There is one proverb in Ethiopians. Uh, when you get something from somebody, uh, some the good things like you, uh, you don't need to thank in front of the guy because the guys helped you not because of thanks. Uh, you, know, you don't need thanks. No. But uh, uh, I want to extend my thanks to Tim, to our listeners. Uh, he saw my problem. Once he bought my coffee, it's not necessary. And second time, uh, he decided to solve this problem by uh, constructing uh, this w micro weight mill. Even though they are participant money, the, the initiator. The idea creator is Mr. Tim. Mm. I want to extend to Tim and also the one who uh, celebrate the 15 years. Uh, I, I yeah, all our customers, uh, actually. Yes, they are customers, the ones. Yes, yeah. so uh, I, have I, to thank I, thank the I have to thank the customers. Because of you, you introduce my farm. Mm. So, so I, th I will thank the cost of, uh, customers. But, uh, the main purpose for this uh, wet mill is team because you told them my problem you bought so this is a new chapter for me as i mentioned for you so this new micro wet mill is giving me another idea mm. hereafter i have to produce more quality yeah. not quantity yeah. more quality and then quantity will come later yeah. so this quantity this quality coffee must reach to our customers. Yeah. So I hope in the coming year, even if and this is the first time for my washing, yeah. I will get experience. I will I will try my best. It will be more, more, more quality than the previous one. Mm. I have two things here because there is there will be a sh uh, advantage for damaging with ra uh, rain yeah. and also the season to th the time to take the get coffee dry. So this is a good opportunity for me. So again and again, I want to thank your customers. <laughs> so thank you for your customers to understand my problem, mm. to consume and to know 
So I hope one day they will come to visit my farm. Yeah. So uh, maybe I will come to. I wish everyone visit, could yeah, come here because yeah. it's paradise. Yeah. But uh, I will you. make sure to make good photos mm. and everything. Mm. But I think the 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 good thing now is like okay, this year we will probably not. You will probably not produce too much washed coffee mm -hmm. because it's the first time you've mm -hmm. never done it before. Yeah, yeah. You need some good training mm -hmm. to establish some good routines. So maybe start small and then next year we can increase. That's the idea at least. But uh, yeah, the idea was, we say in Norway to have more than one leg to stand on. Mm -hmm. It means in English, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Okay. So if you, your, your basket was full of natural mm -hmm. processed coffee and uh, now we have also washed coffee. So. Um, uh, if you have periods with a lot of rain, you you should definitely not produce naturals mm -hmm. and focus more on the washed. And mm -hmm. then when you know we have a lot of sun, you can produce the naturals mm -hmm. as well. That's mm -hmm. the kind of idea. Mm -hmm. So that uh, you don't lose the quality. And because as soon as you lose the quality, uh, you also lose the value of the coffee, yeah, yeah. which is a shame because uh, yes. yeah, it's one of the best coffees, I think, uh, Thank you can you. get. It's, uh, this is good good moral for me. Yeah. It is more than <laughs> financial. Uh, because I need moral, because moral means that the customers, the coppers, the coffee shop owners, they gave, when they gave me the feedback, that's motivate me to work more, to, yeah. to keep my nature, to be transparency, sustainability, traceability will come after working each other. So I hope uh, things will be good hereafter. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, that's the beauty of uh, working uh, with quality. It's, uh, at least when you have a customer, I'm not the only customer. So we mm. know Christoph also yeah, buys your coffee, yeah, yeah. but also um, you you also have a market for the lower qualities because mm. there is no secret that mm. every farm produces mm. good quality, mm. medium quality mm. and bad quality. Mm. Always. It's just a matter of how much of proportions. Yes, yes. But the good thing about when you work with quality, mm. uh, you also raise the quality of the bad coffee. So you, you, you can get a higher price for those coffees as yeah, well. Yeah. So just I'm speaking about Norwegian listeners and Norwegian customers. Yeah. I have another customers in France. Yeah. So uh, I will have more customers in America, in Asia, near future because of this team, because of this Belco. Every I have no website. I already know. Tatmar already known because of you, <laughs> because of your customers. Your customers. So it's because your coffee is yeah, good. Yeah, that's why. So and that's your work. Mm, but um, yeah. I think you know uh, you will be able to increase the production as well, and hopefully we can increase uh, also our sales, so we can buy more of the coffee. Because, uh, like you say, it's my goal. I my 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 dream is to only buy organic coffee in the future. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't necessarily need it to be certified, but mm -hmm. I need the coffee to be produced in a responsible way, mm -hmm. taking care of forests mm -hmm. around, mm -hmm. and you're already doing it. So, like this is the most easy place to get that type of mm -hmm. coffee. Yeah. So I'll continue with this way. I have many things to tell, but I'm not good in English. So Your English is perfect. <laughs> the good thing is I want to continue to work with quality, on mm. quality. And I need some training from you, from some other French uh, customers. And I need some feedback from your customers. Yeah. So, so if I get good feedback, that motivate me to work more. Mm. This only not for my farm, for Kaffa farm. Uh, they, we have many producers here. Ethiopians have many, mm. many, many producers. We are looking for the many customers from mm. all over the world. So now I am already on the track because of Belco. I got you. I got Christopher from the 
French company. So now I'm speaking about the Norwegian customers yeah. and neighborhood maybe. So we will continue to work on quality because of team. They advise it, not advise, he trained, he helped, not by financially, morally. He came practically to visit. This is your third time. Yeah. Yes. So time. I hope you will come next time yeah. with some of his customers. So uh, I have appreciation for you. I have many ideas for you to yeah. do. Like I think um, uh, it's always a work in progress. Most of the producers that I have been buying from uh, in other countries, we've been uh, buying from for over 10 years. And we try to improve something every year. So mm -hmm. one year it might be building a washing station. The next year it might be improving how you dry the coffee. Maybe we plant new varieties, and the planting new variety takes, you know, you know it takes four mm. or five years before yeah. you even get the cherries. Yeah. So uh, slowly you can improve the quality. And I think the potential on this farm, because you are in the birthplace of coffee, yes, you have access to a lot of varieties that nobody knows about. Yeah. Uh, so one idea that I have, a dream that I have, would be to have a part of your farm as a variety museum almost oh. like I have in my farm in Colombia where you collect seeds from different places around your uh, local area uh, of varieties that look different and maybe you know you see them they are different and then you can start planting them and then maybe you can start uh, also tasting uh, the quality Kay. maybe you'll find something fantastic you know mm -hmm. that's even better than the ones you have mm -hmm. Uh, and but this takes a lot of time, yeah, you know. Yeah. That's like ten years. Yeah. <laughs> and it's fun. Now it will happen because uh, after I knew you, after I started to sell my coffee to Belco and for Christopher for you, I get more idea. Yeah. I get training to cup training in uh, in our agriculture. Yeah, you office. said you were just uh, in Addis to yes, learn how to Yes, in Addis. So that will help me not only to get the certification. Yeah, just to know how to not a cupping, how to harvest quality coffee, mm. uh, how to look after for the cherries. So that will develop my ability to control, to, ma to manage my farm. Mm. So that will help me to plant many varieties. You, you mentioned a good point. So here in Kafa, as a first place, we didn't use, we didn't expose our coffee. Mm. Around more than 450,000 hectares of coffee is covered with different varieties of coffee. Mm. For example, in my farm, I have only five varieties of coffee. Yeah. We have 44, more than 44 selected. I mean, we have many, about 5,000 species of coffee. Yeah. But the selected one, 44 variety. So I need to show, I need to plant uh, this coffee in my, in my farm mm. because now you are here. Now you are behind you, you have customers worldwide. I already known because of you. So hereafter, we may create variety museum or species museum here. Uh, not only museum, the farm. Mm. Hereafter, um, I may plan to plant with many varieties of not only the mentioned one. Mm. In near future, I, I may have also wish with lowland, mm. maybe this uh, washi coffee, maybe geisha coffee. I will mm. try this all. You mm. have coffee. Well, like every coffee can be. Uh, can be produced here, yeah. but we need management, we yeah. need manpower. And you need we to need find the right we'll ones. Find right yeah. ones. So I have many things, not only car, not only motorbike, not only washing station, not only dry meal station, there are many things, but we give priority. Yeah. Now I am in the first stage, I get dry wet meal. Uh, <laughs> I have this wet meal 
this is the, the springboard for me. Yeah. So hereafter I will work and things will come. Yeah. If we, yeah, it's true. I don't know. You have to invest yeah. uh, little by little. You always improve. Yeah, and I think yeah, uh, yeah. one big improvement for this farm would definitely be to have a car. Yeah. Because then yes. you can uh, yes. start transporting things. Yes. And yeah. Because it's difficult to get there. No, nowadays because of this inflation worldwide, uh, it's not easy to buy a car by now. I had the idea before, yeah. but I need because if I buy a car, I have nothing in my hand, so I have to invest on my. Yeah. Though I don't need a car by now, but I don't mean I don't like, but I like, yeah. but it's not my priority because uh, it's very expensive by now. Mm. It's a car, uh, so I hope it will it will, it will happen near future. But I got the priority, this dry wet meal. I have also my own uh, dry meal. Mm. Uh, that's because of... Yeah, uh, that's uh, true. Yes, because yeah. uh, when you produce naturals, yeah. you have to uh, remove the husk yeah. before you transport the coffee to Addis. Yeah. But with washed coffee, you don't have to. Yes, I have to. This year, I have now I have become a rich man. After two years, <laughs> uh, yeah. and so because I have no, no wet meal, and also I have my dry, dry meal, yeah. I can process my own in bonga in kaffa primary process it yeah. was not like this before yeah so that's also decreased the quality yeah. now to improve the quality the first thing you have your own meat mm. wet meal you have your own dry meal yeah. so i have this one for this year for natural and washed i, I will try to work my host yeah so the second maybe the transportation the car yeah. that's the second so everything will not be happen at the same time no. so it will take time so the good thing is I'm in a good springboard. Yeah. I'm in a good track. So now I have to. You have a plan. That's yes, the thing. Yeah. Yeah, and, and just so to explain to the listeners in Ethiopia, uh, because we're most of the coffees are dry, dry milled. The final dry milling for exports is mm. happening in Addis, mm. in the capital. So, Negusi has to drive the coffees from Kaffa to Addis, and there uh, there are many different dry mills that will prepare the coffee for export. Mm -hmm. But a big challenge there is to the traceability. Yeah. Uh, sometimes uh, coffee gets swapped. Yeah. Uh, you know, sometimes coffee gets blended. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's probably one of the most important uh, part now for you is to stay on top of the coffee until it leaves mm -hmm. uh, the country. Mm -hmm. Because uh, mm -hmm. if you kind of just let it go, uh, mm -hmm. anything mm -hmm. can happen. Mm -hmm. So this is one of the things uh, that I will be looking at when I go back to Addis to mm -hmm. see if we can find a, a better mill mm -hmm. where we can uh, make the coffee, uh, at least make sure the coffee gets treated mm -hmm. uh, correctly. Mm -hmm. So, um, but you're your own exporter. So when you uh, when we buy the coffee, we actually buy it from you, or uh, Belco normally buys it from you, and then we yeah. they invoice me. But uh, we ship it directly to Norway, and on the contracts, it's always you your name. So. Yeah. Uh, you're allowed to export coffee. Yes, I have a possibility to coffee. You mean not only traceability there in Addis. There are many challenges there. For example, uh, you or last year I remember, or last year before two years, you ordered me to have coffee on time. Mm. I processed, I finished my primary process here. I transport this coffee to Addis, and I have to wait a turn there, yeah. or two months, one month. Yeah three or four damage for me. Fam, the quality of the coffee degrade when the store is kept. Yeah. There is not good place. The second, the wastage of the time. Mm. The third, the money, yeah. the transportation, the food, the hotel. The, there are many, many damage there. Mm. But I hope uh, this will be the coming new year. 
I had no opportunity to take somewhere else because I had only one place I know. Yeah. It's not far from Belco, the place where Belco stayed. So the third, because many producers used to process in that area. Yeah. Uh, at the same time, I'm a small quantity. They are big farmers. Yeah. They give priority for the big one. Yeah. So not only blend, not only swift, waiting turn, yeah. because you stored your coffee there. I tried my best to do that. Mm. So that is the second uh, problem, maybe I hope. But this is also one of the reasons why yeah. we ask you to, to store the coffee in grain pro bags. Uh, yeah. Because uh, then uh, if it rains a lot in Addis, uh, normally the moisture content of the coffee will go up. But mm -hmm. if you keep them in grain pro bags, it doesn't affect the coffee. Yeah. So because this can happen, like the logistics is not always uh, uh, optimal <laughs> to say the least yeah. because like you say a big farmer comes in they need to process three containers of coffee and you're processing a hundred bags mm -hmm. you know then they will mm -hmm. give priority mm -hmm. to the bigger ones so which is understandable yeah you you, you wait outside on the truck yeah. even you 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 will not allow to unload your coffee in the warehouse because yeah. there are bulk of so they want to process that coffee after they release that coffee yeah. they will give us a place so until then the driver mm. the truck Addition, not additional money, the sun, the rain, yeah. the coming on it's the side, that's this bad. So the Green Pro protects that, I think you advised me in a good way. The Green Pro from the farm, not from the dry meal, yeah. uh, hereafter from the farm mm. to there, that also helped us. It Thank helps you a for lot, yeah, yeah, for yes, sure. Yeah. We do that with all the coffee we buy yeah. all over the world, actually, because okay. uh, it yeah. makes the shelf life of the coffee much mm. longer. Mm. So what's, uh, what do you think is the biggest uh, challenges for you in uh, the coming years when it comes to producing high-quality coffee, apart from what we've talked about now? The, um, if, I, if I produce big volume, you mean? No, in general, like uh, <coughs> in order to produce good quality coffee, uh, do you see any other big challenges? Yes, uh, the, the, the price of utilities for the materials, yeah. uh, like this uh, drying... Uh, wires, cover plastics, Green Pro itself, yeah. sack, because we use bags three times. One bag we use with transport from farm to to the mill, to, to the mill yeah. and we change, we, do, we move that bag, and we another bag from mill to Addis, mm. and then the third bag from mill to, from Addis to export. So you're not able to reuse the bags? No, oh, okay. no, we use three bags because now we pick cherry, yeah. we kept these bags. Yeah. This is only for the cherry. Yeah. When we transport to mill, when we process, we need new bag mm. with a green pro. And we, when we took Addis, in Addis in city, there is a regulation. Uh, for example, when I transport my coffee to Addis, mm. around 470 kilometers from here, when I transport that, I used each, each bag contain 85 kg, mm. this is the regulation. But in to export, it's 60 kilos. 60 yeah. kilos, so you will look for the special bags, yeah, yeah. so for 60 kg, so we, we so. The this will uh, be easier for the wash coffee because yeah. then you will only need two bags, I guess. And no, natural is the same. Oh yeah? Yeah, 60 or 30. That, that but the wash coffee you don't have to mill in Bonga before you go to Addis. So that's minimize this, yeah. that's why this yeah. is better. I mean, I'm speaking for, ah, two bags for washed mm, coffee, mm. three bags, yes, three bags for uh, natural coffee. So I'm not mentioning about the number of the bags, the price of the utility. Yeah, uh, so the, the, the inflation, inflation is basically inflation the basically Not only the, the wage, yeah. the, for example, I don't know how much I pay now for the ch cherry pickers every time. Last year it was six per 
per kg, now mm. maybe 10 per or 12 per, more intensive. So we, I say why, I don't know, because it depends on the big investors. Mm. And so they have many facilities for the workers. Mm. They give food, mm. medicine, and at the same time, transportation. And at the same time, this uh, good you're payment. Cl you're close to a city, so yes. you're also competing against construction. Yes, so they, uh. they are not interesting to work here. It's seven kilometers, mm. they don't want to work in the farm. Yeah. So in order to attract there, you need to pay attractive payment, some yeah. intensives. Yeah. So uh, that will be challenge besides what before I met. So this is the other challenge. Mm. And uh, the, the challenge will be expected one. Uh, when you know the challenge, you have to struggle to yeah. fulfill that one. So that means uh, the cost of production will increase? I increase, for sure. yeah, of course. So no that question that, yeah. No that means question. we need to also discuss the sales price of yeah, your coffee. Yeah, because, uh, yeah. I understand uh, that uh, the costs are increasing also in Norway. Mm -hmm. It's increasing everywhere in the world. Uh, normally, um, I hear from other producers that uh, roasters will call the producer and say, oh, we have inflation in our country, so we need to buy cheaper coffee. Of course, you have inflation as well. So, yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. why are you the, the only one who has to suffer, you know? Mm -hmm. So uh, for me, that means uh, every year, like uh, we have a minimum price, you know, we pay $5 yeah. per pound, mm -hmm. uh, that's the minimum. Mm -hmm. But uh, maybe uh, we will have to see in the price in the future also. Because if your costs dramatically increases, that means uh, you'll end up with no uh, profits, which means you cannot invest in your farm. Mm -hmm. so, uh, already I have no word to say to about the price. Already you saw it here. Uh, before I didn't tell you, so you came here. No, we have to work transparency with traceability. Yeah. So already you saw it. I mentioned about the expectation, yes, because because you leave this country after two or three days, mm. uh, everything's increasing here. Yeah. So I am expecting, for example, it was 80 bills Green Pro, now it is 250 bills. Yeah. Yeah, maybe 300 are coming, so yeah. I don't know. So this expectation will happen, so... Uh, I can't say the price, but you know it already. That yeah. The customers must understand that uh, we are producing quality coffee yeah. with high price. Yeah. Uh, so, so I want to share my idea to them, not to load to use the price because we have to be mm, fair on yeah. the price. No, I don't want to take all money from my farm, but I need some some money to help myself. Yeah. I mean, you see, it does cost more to produce quality. Yeah. Like so you say, you have to yeah. pay the pickers a yes. good price, otherwise they will not pick good cherries. Yeah. They will not come. Yeah. Mm. And also you have to have people working on the drying tables to yeah. make sure the coffee is stirred, to yeah. cover the coffee when yeah. it rains. Yeah. And you have to have a much more kind of rigid logistics. You yes. just so picking you don't materials. blend all the coffee. Yeah. 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 I feel especially manpower, you need, I, for example, I may need to keep the quality not exaggerating, I'm telling the truth. I need 150 to 200 workers to keep quality. Mm. I need to control in the washing station, to look after for to how to dry. When if it is a rain happened, they cover because it was a, the problem for having such people. Mm. Now I can I will pay for them if I decide I have to pay for them, and I have to prepare meal food for them, lunch yeah. and something in the yeah. day, day time. So if I will not prepare, they will go to home. I mentioned for you, they are coming from surrounding. So I will not allow them to go. That means not force. Yeah. I have to prepare for them food. So that means you need a bigger kitchen. Yes, yes. So You need like a professional kitchen. Yeah, if you're going to feed okay. 150 <laughs> yeah. people. So 
the hundred people, fifty people will not come at the same time. Some yeah. morning, some evening. Yeah. yeah. So we may we may process in at the night. So if I pay attractive payment, uh, they are their own land. If mm. I came as a part time, as overtime, they will come to work here. So I need attractive payment to get. Unless mm. I will not get quality coffee yeah. because uh, these days, this is the season. The cardamom. The long pepper, the coffee, this is the peak period. So Everything ripens at yeah, the same time. So yeah. They have their own coffee. Yeah. They yeah, outgrowers. Yeah. There are many outgrowers in my farm. Yeah. So in order to bring them here, I need to have set something to attract them. Mm. At the same time they are working them, but after working them they in the morning if they work they farm, afternoon they come. Mm. If afternoon they work, the morning they so I so I need to fix something this year. So I will have some kitchen there. I can use this also as a kitchen. No problem. I can feed this, can feed 50 or 60 yeah, people. We're actually separate. sitting inside a mm. traditional hut. Yeah, yeah. A hut, I would say, with, yes, with hut, a straw, yes, straw ceiling. Yeah. Uh, it's like mud uh, walls. Yeah. And there's a bonfire in the middle. <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah. So quiet. Mm. But yeah, it's quite big. And this mm. is where you cook. And mm. uh, we had some food yesterday. Yeah, thank yeah. you. <laughs> it's beautiful. Mm. All right, maybe we should wrap it up. Is there anything you would like to say to our listeners or uh, before we say goodbye? Okay, I want to extend my thank for your customers. That is the purpose you came here. If you have no customers, if your customers don't like my coffee, you will not come here. Exactly. Yeah. So I want to extend my thanks for my coffee lovers, not Norwegian, beyond. Yeah, we sell so all over the world. So. For, uh, <laughs> what I forget for you, I'm already, I, I mentioned, I don't need to create website. Tim is my website. <laughs> One of the customer called me from London. Ah, you sold your coffee to Tim? Yes, I like it. That's good. <laughs> so already I am known in London now, yeah. in America. So to your customers, I want to extend again and again my thanks. Please use my Tatmara coffee. Yeah. Be visit my farm. I am happy to serve you here. Mm -hmm. If you plan to come, please come on harvesting period or yeah. on flowering period. Uh, thank you for everything, Tim. And yeah, thank you thank so you much. Negusia. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know Norwegian language. How we say thank you? Tusintak. Tusintak. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And to all the listeners, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Yeah. Uh, we will probably record another one next year when I'm yeah. coming back. Because at the moment we are here in uh, it's uh, what month is it now? It's end of October. Yeah. 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 And you're you're starting to harvest in two weeks. In two weeks. Yeah. It will be full of cherry, full of people yeah. who know how to feed, how know how to process. So that's the time to come to see everything. Yeah. Uh, we saw we saw actually the wet meal yesterday. We, yeah. we processed maybe yeah. 100 kilos of cherry or yeah. maybe less. Yes, maybe Just less. To Today see how it we works. will process before we leave. We have 112 kilos of cherry. Nice. Now we will float. Yeah. So we'll see. Maybe so I'll make sure to document that and post it on our Instagram and everything. Mm -hmm. and. Uh, so that people can see the results of uh, uh, the work. We had the anniversary last year in uh, June, so it's one and a half years since we collected the money and now it's finally done. <laughs> really, thank you. Thank, thank you, you for, please, this message has come to you from the birthplace of coffee called yeah. Kaffa. Kaffa. This yeah. is Tatmara coffee. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.